Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Wednesday, January the 31st. 2024. It is currently 3.04 p.m. Central Time, and I am coming to you live from the Theology Central Studio, located right here in Abilene, Texas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. Now, on this podcast, one of the things I love to do is if I'm looking at something, if I discovered something, if I'm thinking about something, reading something, whatever the case may be, if I'm interested and I'm I'm doing something with something, I have a tendency to turn on the microphone and go, hey guys, I just got this book, or hey, I just saw this podcast, or I just stumbled upon this website, or I just saw this article. So sometimes I just turn on the microphone to inform you and to point you to, well, resources, Resources you can use in your own Christian life, hopefully to help you, to help you grow and to, and to benefit you spiritually. Because we all know this, there is so much content out there in the world of Christianity and theology that is almost impossible to keep up with. I mean, you can pick two or three apps or two or three websites or two or three ministries. And typically there is so much content that it's enough to sustain you for the rest of your life. But while you're sitting there, maybe feeding upon that content from a few sites, which is wonderful and great that you've got enough to sustain you for the rest of your spiritual life. It is, it's also at times means while you're sitting there benefiting from this, you're missing out on so many other things. So what I like to do is sometimes go, Hey, you may want to look over here. Hey, you may want to look over here. And one thing that I'm always looking for, and, and well, probably I, I take that back. One thing that I used to always spend time looking for, in fact, probably once a month or every two months, I would spend 30 minutes to an hour doing searching. I was always searching for online Bible institutes, Bible colleges, that online courses, correspondence courses, anything, any way that I could gain more education, more learning, I was always looking for, I was always searching. So I would enroll in anything and any given time, there were times in my life that I would be enrolled in two, three different schools. Maybe one of them would be a seminary. Maybe one of them would be a university. Maybe one of them would just be a Bible college. Maybe one would be a Bible institute. Maybe one would just be something online. Whatever the case may be, I was always like, learn, 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 learn. Because what do we always say? I believe ignorance, ignorance is the soil in which deception is planted. If you if you don't know, we're, we're supposed to be, you know, equipped so that we're not like children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Well, how are you tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine? Ignorance. When you don't know, the more you know, the more you're like, oh, I know that doctrine. I know that theology. I know the origin of it. I know where that comes from. I know that. And, and you, you, you're, I think you're better prepared and you're better prepared to give an answer. So I'm always looking, 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 looking. But now, you know, now after all of the education that I have and all the things that I've done, I don't spend quite as much time looking maybe as I used to. I, I don't, I don't do that so much now. And, and probably mainly because, uh, you know, I, if I'm, if I'm pursuing all this education, then how do I maintain a podcast and how do I do other things? So I, I feel like I've, you know, I, th- I think I've, I mean, I've done, so many different schools. When when Charles Stanley 
had his, you know, uh, institute. I, I, I attended that and graduated from that. Uh, family Radio School of the Bible, I attended there. I mean, I could just go on and anything. Any, I'm always like, here, this, that, this, this. Well, the reason I'm speaking about all of this is, well, you can probably tell. I don't know, an hour ago, two hours ago, four hours ago. I don't. Sometime today, I was notified of a new educational opportunity. An opportunity that you can also participate in, and I challenge you to do so. Now, am I going to agree with all of their theology? Obviously not, but that's always been the case. Um, I've gone to every kind of school. I've I've said it so many times. I've gone to schools that were all millennial. I've gone to schools that were dispensational. I've gone to schools that were very anti-Calvinistic, and I've gone to schools that were very Calvinistic. I have got you, you name it, I've attended. I've att- the only thing I've never wanted to attend is anything associated with the charismatic movement. There, maybe there was once or twice I thought about, hmm, I think the Assemblies of God had something, or maybe it was a Pentecostal, I can't remember. And I thought, you know, maybe, Maybe I could just, you know, I could, I could try to learn their theology. And then I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, would rather, I would rather stand in front of an oncoming train and get hit and then have the train back up over me and then run me over again and then back up over me and then run me over again. Because I, I, you know how I loathe and despise charismatic theology. I hate it. I know it may be a secret. Some of you don't know this. I can't. Stand charismatic theology. And it comes down, it's very simple for me when it comes to charismatic theology. You believe God is talking to you. We have a problem, okay? Because if God is talking to you and talking to that person and talking to that person and saying all kinds of different things and it contradicts, well, that's spiritual anarchy. And if God is speaking directly to you, I don't even know why we own a Bible. Right? Why am I sitting there trying to figure out Hebrew and Greek and trying to figure out syntax and context and historical background and, and definitions and, and why just God talk to me? Like, okay, so that already, I just think that that's crazy. I don't, I don't know how people operate in that world. That's crazy. And then when you tell people that physical healing now is guaranteed in the atonement, that it's not if it's God's will, it is God's will, and you will be healed, even though every reasonable person can look around the world going, oh, I think something's wrong with your theology. Just those two things enough. I'm like, I have no desire to be a part of it. It's not even interesting enough for me to pursue. I mean, I, for crying out loud, I, I enrolled in a Catholic university to pursue a degree in Catholic theology. That was, that, that was much more desirable than anything within the charismatic world. So, but typically, I don't care the school. Go to the school and learn it. I see everything as their hypotheses, their, their theological hypotheses, their theological theses, and I will take it, challenge it, read it, flip it, work on it, and then create, and then, and then see what I, my, my, the conclusion is I feel from, from a serious study. Now, when I'm in the school, I answer the questions according to the way they, I know I'm supposed to answer them because, you know, you're going to fail the test if you don't answer them according to their theology. But you figure it out, you answer it according to what they want you to answer, you pass the test, you get your diploma, you get your degree, and you move on to the next school, and you move on to the next school, and you move on to the next school. That's the way I, I perceive it. Others don't like that approach, but I, I, I always want to learn. So with all of that said, let me find it here. Let me find it here. It, it, it's now posted at Way 
of life, that's all run together, wayoflife.org, wayoflife.org, wayoflife.org. As soon as you open up the website, at, well, okay, it's a banner at the top. It, 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 it's a moving banner. It changes. Here it is. It just showed up. It says, Introducing Way of Life Bible College. Introducing Way of Life Bible College. You can go there, find it. Now, at first you may see a banner, it'll say encyclopedia, because they do have an encyclopedia. I do own, uh, we used to have like four or five copies of their encyclopedia at the church. Probably need to buy another one. It's actually pretty good encyclopedia. It has a lot of uh, good things in it. Uh, So if you're ever looking for one, you should purchase theirs. Coming obviously from a very Baptistic uh, theological background, but it has a lot of good information or an independent fundamental Baptist background per se, but I think it's still worth having. So you should uh, get yourself one. But uh, then on the banner, it will say introducing the Way of Life Bible College. So I'm going to tell you about the Way of Life Bible College. I'm going to tell you all about it. And well, we'll we'll see. I'm going to be trying to find a way to utilize this somehow. I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do because, well, I just see opportunity to learn. And why would you ever, I mean, I, I, some people don't like to learn. I don't get it. To me, learning is, is a, one of the most amazing things we get to do as human beings. But here we go. Way of Life, uh, Way of Life Bible College. We are pleased to announce, this is the, head, the, the, the subject line. We are pleased to announce the Way of Life Bible College. Now, I was first notified of this development today in an email from Way of Life because I subscribed to their email list. I received it and it and it, I was like, oh, I got to go look this up. So then I'm like, well, if I'm going to look this up, I should just look it up live on the air and so that I can introduce other people to it. All right, so here we go. We are pleased to announce the Way of Life Bible College. We have been working on this project for 50 years. I published my first book in 1974, the first year I was saved. I published my first Bible course in 1980. It was on Bible prophecy. Beginning in 2002, we published the Advanced Bible Study Series consisting of 21 courses. The Way of Life Bible College replaces that series. All of the courses are either brand new or highly revised. The Way of Life Bible College is both a concept and a curriculum. A concept and a curriculum. First, the Way of Life Bible College is a concept that a sound New Testament church is a serious training institution. Now, let me stop right here. Now, I wanted to inform you, but you know, whenever I inform, I also try to do a little teaching I know, I know. Someone on YouTube, I think it was last night, said, you're too emotional and you just rant. Okay, thank you so much for your kind words. I always appreciate it. I don't know why people want. I, I, yeah, okay. I won't, I won't get into that. It's like, I get that. So many, you're too emotional. You're too emotional. You're too emotional. I'm not emotional. Okay, well, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Okay, all right. I digress. Back to this. I love this first statement. The Way of Life Bible College is a concept that a sound New Testament church is a serious training institution. 
Now that has been a concept that has been near and dear to my heart from the minute I ever thought about getting into ministry. From the minute I got into ministry in my brain, I imagined here's all these people. They're getting in their car. They're showing up to church. They're going to have a notebook. They're going to have pencils. They're going to have a Bible and they're coming in and they're going to want to learn and they're going to say, give me more. Hey, ask me questions. Give me homework. Tell me what to read because I want to know. I want to learn. This is why I'm at church. This is why I'm here. Come on. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Don't give me a little 15-minute devotional on a Wednesday night? What's even the point of driving here? I want an hour of teaching. I want Sunday school. I want Sunday morning. I want Sunday night. I want Wednesday. Give, feed me the word of God. That's, that's how I envisioned it. So then when I became a pastor, I just stated it right from the very start. I think the very first night there, I was like, hey guys, look, there's like 250 churches around us right? And that's not even an exaggeration. If we're going to be like them, there's no point in us existing. This church is going to be here for one reason. We're digging in. We're going deep. We're going to study doctrine, theology, church history. We're going all the way in. This is not, you know, this is not going to be, you know, fun food and fellowship. This is not about quote unquote community. This is a training place. This is a place to learn. This is what we're showing up. And it did not take long before the criticism started rolling in. I was told over and over, it feels too much like a seminary. It feels too much like a university classroom. It doesn't feel like church. And I'm like, well, great. You got 250 around. Go find the church. This is a church that's here to teach, right? And and when people will get ready to join, I'm like, look, I don't have anything else to offer you. I'm not offering you community. I'm not offering you fun, food, and fellowship. I'm offering you teaching. If you want something else, go somewhere else. That's fine. They can offer that. We're not going to do that. Now, that in my mind, my in my mind, there I, I could I could see in my mind all these starving Christians who wanted to learn, who wanted to study, because I would hear them constantly complain. I just can't find a good church where I can be fed. I'm so tired of how shallow everything is. Everyone claimed that. And then when they showed up in a church that did not offer all that other stuff, it's amazing how quickly they would be like, well, I think we should do this. Oh, you want to be like the other churches. I thought you were sick of the other. Okay, never mind. Because I would hear that all the time. Oh, this is what I've always been wanting. And then next thing you know, they wanted to change it to go back. And I'm like, just go to the other place. Okay, just leave me alone. I'm not going to offer that. Okay. Oh, it drives me crazy. So I've always had this idea that the church should be this like training institution. You're coming in to learn and we're going in, we're digging deep. We're going to do work. And obviously (laughs) I was an idiot. I was a complete idiot. I was naive. I was dumb. I was foolish. And my, my legacy will be he, his idea was, uh, uh, was, was worthless. His idea was, and I know my idea was useless. So, but I do love this, at least way of life. They believe their, their concept is that the new Testament church is a serious training institution. Now I believe the difference is I believe the training should happen from the pulpit during church, not some special class on a Thursday night, but you walk in, that's what you're going to get from the pulpit. Okay. But I know, again, crazy concept, but this is how they describe it. Our passion is for sound New Testament churches. The church we see in scripture doesn't merely have a Bible college. It is a Bible college. 
Oh, now if I was on Spreaker right now, I'd play my sound effects. I don't have my sound effects here on Mixler. Okay, that's sad. Okay, so I'm gonna have to make up my own sound effects. Yay! Woo! Yay! Well, okay, I'm trying to make it sound like there's more than one person here. Okay. Yay! It's just me. I want you to hear that again. I, I think everyone should write this down. The church we see in scripture doesn't merely have a Bible college. It is a Bible college. It's not that we have one. We are one. So the next time someone criticizes your church is too much like a Bible college, because that's what the church should be. It is not merely a college in knowledge. It is a college in living. The New Testament church is God's premier institution for the teaching and practice of truth in the dark world. It is the pillar and ground of the truth. Christ is truth and the Bible is truth. And the church is the pillar and ground for the preservation and proclamation of that truth. It is the headquarters for evangelism and world missions. The New Testament church should be a college of the God, listen, should be a college of the gospel, theology, hermeneutics, philosophies, origin, his origins, history, prophecy, preaching, teaching, music, prayer, spiritual warfare, marriage, child discipline, archaeology, apologetics, and everything else pertaining to the truth of God's word. Everything that pertains to the truth of God's word, the church should be a Bible college for those very things. Now, I know that's a concept that is foreign to other people. And, and it, now, now again, if you get people in one situation, they're like, that's what I want. That's what I long for. I want a church to be that. But I, in my estimation, 90% don't really want that because they show up and then they're like, well, I think we need to get together and we need to have a men's camping trip and we need to have a women's quilting club and we need to have a women's this and we need to do this and we need to do this and we need to get together and now we need to shake hands and we need to have a picnic and we need to just stop it how about we just show up here to learn and then when church is over you can get together and do all the fun things you want you can go camping you can go walk around the park you can go eat food together you don't need the church to plan it to organize it and to fund it you guys just go do what you want but that's never a good enough answer it's no 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 we got to do something together we've got to do something together we just did something together it was called studying god's word were you not present okay so i love i love this concept now go on the, that the church is to be a bible training discipline discipline or i'm sorry that the church is to be a Bible training discipling institution for every member from the youngest to the oldest is clearly taught in scripture. There we see that every member of a Bible believing church is a born again disciple of Jesus Christ and every member is aiming to be a skillful, obedient Bible student and the church is geared to educating each member towards this end. This is the teaching in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Acts chapter 2, 41 through 42, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, Colossians 1, 28, 1 Thessalonians 1, 5 through 10, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 15 through 17, and Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. Now, I would love to take the time to read all of those, and maybe some point we'll come back and read all of those and just do like a devotional message in all of those. I'll give them again if you would like to uh, write them down. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. That's a great commission. You should know the teaching and the emphasis there. Acts 2, 41 through 42. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. 
That's you know equip, equipping the saints, so it won't be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Colossians 1, 28, 1 Thessalonians 1, 5 through 10, 2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17, all scripture is given by inspiration and is profitable for teaching, for you know, for proof, for correction, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished and all good works. Okay, that's I mean I'm paraphrasing that horribly, but you get the idea. Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. This should start with the training of children in the homes, which requires that the fathers and mothers be skillful Bible students and true disciples of Christ. It is the church's job to build up the home in God's word so they can raise a godly seed for the glory of Jesus Christ. This is obvious from the fact that the instructions about the Christian home are given to churches or to uh, church planters, Ephesians 5, Colossians, 1 Timothy, uh, Titus. Every youth in a Bible-believing church should be on the way to becoming a becoming a skillful Bible student and a fruitful disciple of Christ. Every church should be raising up and training pastors. Now, this is another thing that I'm, I'm big on. Churches should not be sending people off to a Bible college or a seminary. The church should be the one training them. I will never understand the whole seminary industrial complex in the American church. I loathe it. I despise it. It's like, hey, I want to be in ministry. Well, praise God, brother. We're glad you want to be in ministry. Now you pack up your family, quit your job, and go off to Bible college, go off to seminary. Now go try to find another job and support your family while you're also trying to go to Bible college. That's the way it's done. No, 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 no. Stay right. Oh, you want to be in ministry? Well, praise God, you're in the right place. All right. Not only are you going to get the education you're getting from the pulpit, which is a Bible college, so you're already being very well trained. We'll organize it a little bit. And now guess what? You stay right here in your job. You stay a member of this church. We'll meet together. We'll do things as you know, pastor and church member, I'll give you tests. I'll give you books to read. We'll talk. We'll we'll work together. We'll kind of develop our own little curriculum. We'll get you through everything you need. Oh, and then you'll get to be hanging out with me, and you'll see how to organize a sermon. You'll get to preach. You'll get to teach some, and then you'll see how ministry works. You'll see the good, the bad, the ugly, and then when you are ready, we will ordain you, and then once you are ordained, we'll either help you find a church who needs a pastor, and then this church will help fund your move, help you get set up, or if you start a church, we'll help you for the first year. That's the way it should be done. Not this nonsense, well, I'm going to go off to a big Bible college. Well, congratulations. You incur all of that debt. You d- Why? Why do you have to go somewhere to be trained for ministry? You are in a church. They should be doing the training. Nothing that drives me more crazy crazy than that. that. I'll never understood that. Every church should be a raising up and training pastors, evangelists, preachers, and teachers. This was a major objective in Paul's ministry. And he is our example. The pastoral epistles were written for the purpose. And in these epistles, we see how extensively Paul trained God-called men. This work requires a lot of prayer for God to raise up laborers and creating an environment in the home and church that is filled with challenge and exhortation for the people to surrender to God's will. We are thus convinced that the equivalent of a Bible college education is the mere starting point to be equipped for God's will in the present world. And it is the church's job to give this education. We're not talking about being equipped to be a pastor. We're talking about being equipped to be a normal Christian. I love that. The equipping for a pastor really is the equipping for a normal Christian. You're As a normal Christian, you are to be equipped. 
You, because you have your own ministry. You just may not be in full-time ministry, but the equipping is relatively the same other than maybe there's some specifics for a pastor, maybe I'm preaching or, or certain specific ministry things, but hermeneutics, that is just as much as a responsibility for the person in the pew as it is for the person in the pulpit. Every believer is an ambassador of Christ, a priest, uh, a minister of spiritual gifts, a builder of the church, a soldier in Christ's army, a teacher of the word of righteousness. And, uh, and those are all the things that the average Christian is. Let me read to them again. An ambassador, a priest, a minister of spiritual gifts, a builder of the church, a soldier in Christ's army, a teacher of the word of righteousness. In addition, there are large ministries of the husband as the spiritual head of the home, the wife as the keeper of the home. All of this requires serious education. Imagine trying to be a priest, soldier, ambassador, teacher, and builder with little or no training, but that's exactly what is happening in the vast number of churches. The Way of Life Bible College is a concept that Bible training is a lifelong project. It isn't something you complete. It is something you pursue for your entire life. So the Way of Life Bible College is, first of all, a concept that Sound New Testament Church is a serious training institution that aims to disciple every believer towards perfection in every area of Christian life and ministry. Now, obviously, I think what they're going to do is it's a concept, and they what they're going to do is develop a curriculum that can then be handed to a church, and then churches can use their curriculum. I think that's primarily the way it works. But here's the reality of it. Here's the reality of it. If even if churches take their curriculum, it's going to be pushed to a Thursday night or a Friday night. It's, it's going to be a special time, and, and you're only going to get very little participation. Where I say, whatever curriculum here, if you're going to use it, you bring it to the pulpit. You bring it to Sunday morning. You bring it to Sunday night. You bring it to Wednesday. I'm so sick of that. Like, well, the deeper study is for a special class. No. Do it from the pulpit. And if and you say, well, if I do that, I'm going to lose half my people. <laughs> now, it's easy for me to say, so what? Because, well, you know, I can't lose any more people in my church. We're about as small as we can get. Because I, I would not back down or change my, my method. I'm like, no, sorry. I'm not, if I'm going to be like all the other churches, we should not exist. Why are there 15 churches within a two-mile radius, and they're all basically the same? What's the point? People choose what? Has the best programs, the best building, the most comfortable chairs, the best music, the right color carpet? There should be someone saying, let's do something different. So I'm always saying we're going to do something different. And trust me, the difference uh, people don't want. So it's, that's, their, that's kind of their concept. Now, it's also a curriculum. Second, the Way of Life Bible College is a, cur a curricula of courses. Way of Life, Liter Way of Life Literature publisher publishes a full range of Bible courses on practically every subject touching the Bible and Christian life and ministry. The Advanced Bible Study Series, which were published for many years, has been replaced by new courses. Currently, there are about 40 Bible courses. Each consists of a textbook, a syllabus, a guide to the teacher, and student through the course and through the courses, student projects, review questions, sectional test, final test, test score sheets, and many of the courses also feature class videos and PowerPoints. The syllabus, review questions, test, and answer keys come as a free course material download. 
The Way of Life Bible College does not offer diploma or degrees. Uh, the course are for teachers to download and use and use in classes and for individuals to download for self-study. As much as possible, we will try to answer and give any help we can to students and teachers. For more information about the Way of Life Bible College uh, and, and description of the courses, go to, and then they give some basic things. General course information. Here's some of the general course information. Uh, general, the courses can be used for self-study, church classes, homeschooling, and preacher training. Materials. Course materials consist of textbook plus downloaded materials that typically include the syllabus, review question, test, answer keys, and grading sheets. Many of the courses also have a class videos and PowerPoints. Who guides me? The Way of Life Bible course are designed for teachers or for self-study. The syllabus guides you through the course by laying out uh, what to study each week when assignments are due and when a test is to be taken. The syllabi for the larger courses provide guidance for a normal pace or slower pace. The syllabus is based on uh, current edition of the textbook. Syllabus, then here we go, what's covered in each course, and here's available courses. So they have all of this, and here's all the available course titles. All right, here's all the available course uh, titles. yeah, I'm going to go all courses. So we have, I'm just going to go through them. 21 Steps to a Stronger Church, Acts. So it's basically on the book of Acts. A Bible prophecy as light on the 21st century. Bible separation, it's doctrine and practice. Bible times and ancient kingdoms. A bird's eye view of the Bible. The church, pillar and ground of the truth. The doctrine which you have learned. The effectual Bible student. Effectual prayer in perilous times. Feed the flock, expository preaching. The future according to the Bible. Galatians to Thessalonians. The general epistles. The gospels. Highlights in church history. History and heritage of fundamentalism. Holiness, pitfalls, struggles, and victory. Introduction to Bible geography. Jews and fighter jets. I don't know what that is. Uh, probably about the history of Israel. Uh, keeping uh, the kids and social media, uh, a- keeping the keeping the kids and the social media age. Job and Psalms. Mastering the English Bible. New evangelicalism. Its history and characteristics. Old Testament history. Genesis to silent years. The pastoral epistles. The Pentecostal charismatic movement. Its history and error. That sounds fun. Uh, prophetic books, Proverbs to the Song of Sol- Solomon, repentance and soul winning. Now, their definition of repentance, we would have a, yeah, we would have some disagreements, but that's a whole different thing. Revelation, Roman to Corinthians, understanding the Bible for yourself, an unspeakable faith, a Christian apologetics course, why we hold to the King James Bible, women and her service to God. That appears to be all of them currently, uh, right now. And then here's, uh, what the mastering the Bible, the complete set. Yeah. I would like to purchase the complete set. Yeah. But that would be a little bit of money, but that's okay. I digress. We can buy them in individual uh, volumes, but there you have it. The way of life, Bible college, the way of life, Bible college, way of life, Bible course. It's a kind of an idea. It's a concept and it's a curriculum. And it can be used on your own. Now, sadly, in my personal experience, the church, churches, never really, even if they get the curriculum, they're going to they're gonna so water it down and make it so simplistic and easy that it really loses its the way it should be because nobody ever wants to go too in-depth. It always has to turn into some kind of just, ugh, 
just nonsense most of the cases. My personal experience has been, if I really want to learn, I really want to study, I have to do it outside the church. That's why I enrolled in so many Bible colleges, because I wasn't getting fed in the church anything of sustenance or anything of substance. There was no real sustenance to what I was being given. And I've talked about that so many times. Um, Okay, uh, someone just said learning a system. Well, I I think you probably will. You probably will learn a system because uh, no matter where you go, no matter what you learn, you're always going to learn a system. Your job, let's say you were to do one of these courses, is to try to take what's scriptural and try to see what system is being imposed upon it and separating the two. That's always the work of the student. It's always, always uh, the problem. But as I was saying, as I was saying, my, my experience has always been I had to go join all of these schools and enroll in all of these schools because I knew at church, for the most part, I wasn't getting a lot. Now, I've, I've gone to some good churches that I thought did a good job. I've gone to a lot of churches. But a lot of times the churches that did a good job, it was because they offered things outside of the... It, I had, it, it's like, it always frustrated me. It's like, okay, so Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday, that's not enough. Now I need to go on Thursdays or go on Saturdays. Well, instead of making me have to go to more, why don't you just take the time that I'm already here to actually teach me? But it's always like, no, no. See, the really deep stuff, you know, we can't do that from the pulpit because we may confuse somebody or, or the average person. And I get so sick and tired of hearing that. I've been told that so many, your pe- you can't teach that at church. Your people will never understand that. And I'll, I'm always like, you don't know my people. You telling me my people are stupid? You you back off. You don't know what you're talking about. They'll figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, then it's on me to help them figure it out. I always hate that. Like it's always this the people are too stupid. You can't you can't study that. They're just too stupid. What? How about you stop thinking people are stupid? There we go. But there you have it. So I want you to look at it today. You may want to try one of the courses. The, the, you can do the individual course. Like, like for the Mastering the Bible, um, that's a complete set. So that would get expensive. But you can do the individual. You can do the individual ones. Like, uh, let's just say, I think they just have a, a, I think they just released a new one on Leviticus, actually. In fact, I, I was going to possibly look for that one. But, um, you know, let's just, you know, if, if you just picked one of them, you know, just let's say, Let's go Job and Psalms. If I click on Job and Psalms, well then, you know, to, to the, the 24 videos is $23. I mean, that's, that's nothing. Uh, the ebook is $11. So, you know, for you know, just a little over $30, you would have everything you would need. So to me, that's, that's worth it. That's worth it. Uh, so, and you can watch like the course introduction video. You can watch it for free right here. And uh, yeah, so... You should look around, see what you can find. But the main thing I want you to take from this is just, I wonder why this concept has so fallen far away from the American church, where the American church doesn't see itself as a a Bible college. I don't know. It sees itself as something other than. And maybe that's why we have so much biblical illiteracy. Because I've only heard that my entire Christian life. We have an epidemic of biblical illiteracy. We have a problem with biblical illiteracy. And then the churches never do anything to fix it. Or they'll play some little game. We're going to teach everyone how to study the Bible. 
So for the next five weeks, show up and we're going to show you how to study the Bible. Well, you read it, you highlight it. Okay. Like it's like, they don't even give you an actual method. And you're like, you call that Bible study? What is that? That, that, Just stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. I, I usually get very frustrated with those courses, but all right. There you have it. I wanted to tell you about it. Also share my thoughts on, you know, the church and what it should be. And uh, I would just challenge you, look at it. Look, you may try a couple, you may not, but it, it's worth the investment, a little bit of investment. You have videos, you have a textbook, you have a syllabus, you have tests. Sometimes having something like that for to hopefully will force you to then participate. And by the time you're done, you're good to go. I'm always trying my best to get you involved in doing things. That's why we do the the Sermons 2.0 app challenge. That's why we do the Bible pop quiz. Like today, you're supposed to be, you know, comparing and contrasting, right? You're sp- comparing and contrasting Second uh, Samuel 24 and 1 Chronicles 21. That's that's an assignment. I, I even try to, do, I, I even for my podcast, I still almost try to treat it sometimes as a Bible college because I'm always trying to get you involved. I'm giving you assignments. I'm always, because I'm trying to get you to do something. So, all right. I'm going to go. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.